0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt, and I'm your host. Welcome. So I want to share something with you. It's kind of a celebration, kind of a um, thank goodness I'm on to the next thing. Uh, This week, I had the joy and pleasure of um, doing something for the last time. Uh, you see, for for the last 12 years, one of the things that I've done in the early childhood field is go into classrooms or uh, let me say learning environments. So it could be uh, any environment where a child from the age of birth to 12 might be. So going into these environments and doing assessments, um, looking at, you know, how what does their environment look like? Um, What does their daily routine look like? How do they interact with children? You know, curriculum and assessment kind of things as well. So uh, I started the journey uh, and I didn't realize how much those assessments would really guide my life. Uh, I've learned so much about teaching and learning and guidance and what is quality, what is not quality. Um, you know, the many different ways that certain quality indicators could be lived out, right? So there's no one right way to do it. Uh, I've seen the good, the bad, the ugly. I have done hundreds of these assessments. I have made good money doing the assessments. I have made bad money doing the assessments. Um, I have traveled, I have been close to home. I have had private contracts, I've had, you know, uh larger contracts that that have been with um, you know, statewide organizations. And uh honestly, the the work that I've done not only for my own learning, but it has helped me to uh develop trainings and keynotes and and various things that I've been able to help influence the field of education. And as I was trying to pick, you know, what, what in the world am I going to do for this PhD project, this dissertation, the research, I directly used my background, my experience, my knowledge around these assessments and the system that uses these assessments uh, in order to kind of develop my research. So I share all of this with you because I'm incredibly grateful for the time that I have spent doing these assessments. And it's time for the next thing. So for the last few years, I've, I've already felt like this isn't my thing, right? Uh, it was my thing for quite some time, but I have so many other things that I am working on that have more impact and influence that to spend a half a day in a classroom and another half a day writing a report it just took a lot of time. And so I've I've been having this thought in the back of my mind, you know, I really don't want to do this work anymore. And then there was this natural transition with the the one contract that I have, there were some changes that happened. And uh long story short, it became uh a big box to check. So instead of it being something that that we really had designed this program uh, to be where I would do the assessment. I would come out, I would do coaching on top of that. We would do professional development. We really looked at it as how can we help these programs transform over time and become the best that they can be. Um, two, this year, just because of the nature of what happened, honestly, it was just a big box to check. And so I was not okay with that anymore. And I said, yeah, nope, this is it. <laughs> and I, it's not okay for me to do work that doesn't fill me, but might fill my bank account. I'm to the point where I can say, actually, money isn't everything. Uh, so uh, the reason why I'm sharing this with you is several different things. I know that there's a lot of people out there right now making decisions about your future. And money and benefits and retirement and all that kind of stuff. I get it. That definitely plays into it, but that's not the only factor. If you are living a life where your nine to five job is something that pays well and provides for your retirement, but you don't like, love it. It doesn't fill you with passion and energy. You're living for your nights and your weekends. I suggest to you that you're probably going to be in a place where quite frankly, you won't be able to enjoy your retirement as much, uh, because you're going to be dead tired, right? However, if you found a job, maybe even that paid less, maybe that didn't have retirement, right? That didn't have those benefits, but it gave you the energy and joy and passion. You might not need so many health benefits, right? You you might not need to go to the doctor as much because you're going to feel fulfilled. Um, I don't worry about my retirement. Uh, I I don't have you know I'm I didn't work enough hours. Uh, I if I had subbed for another year and a half, apparently I could have, you know, been vested as a teacher. No, thank you. Um, uh, I I don't have any other retirement plans necessarily, and I'm not here to say one way or the other. That's between you and your financial advisor. But what I'm telling you is. I'm no longer willing to sell my time for something that doesn't give me joy and passion. I know that I have so much more to offer. And so I'm getting really excited to focus most of my time on helping leaders and coaches in the education field to learn the skills of coaching and also to heal themselves so that they can be of greater impact and influence. And I know that the income and all the things that I need are going to come from that. But you see, if I'm taking, you know, two, three, four weeks out of the year off to do something that doesn't fill me. Wow. That means it's draining me and I'm not going to have what I need to to serve other people at a higher level. So I share this not only, you know, to celebrate the fact that, yay, this work is done and to to show you my gratitude, um, but also to, to give you an example of really thinking about your thinking when it comes to your work and when it comes to your future. And also some of you, I, I know this for a fact because I, I know some of our listeners are are going through a time of um, grateful grief. So you're making transitions, you're, you know, moving to a different job, you're getting a promotion, you're, you know, moving to a different state and wonderful, awesome, amazing things are happening. And yet there's still that you know grief you're you're leaving behind and usually it's the people right you're leaving behind the people that have been so significant to you um it's okay to to be in grief for that and to be happy for your new thing both of those are are good so think about it this way grief uh only can show up when you've loved something we don't grieve something that we haven't loved Okay, if it wasn't important to us, we wouldn't grieve over it. So consider that. You know, if you're feeling those grief feelings, ask yourself what is it that that I'm really going to miss? Who is it that I'm really going to miss? And how can you honor that in the process of transition? So for me, I I um, you know, there were several different assessments that I have done in the past month that were it's like early childhood heaven every time I go there. And or there, there were some assessments where I've worked with the people for years. And so to see their growth, it just so warmed my heart. And so I just took a few moments during each of those assessments and just sat there in gratitude at what I had some small part in playing in this person's growth and how that was going to layout for all of the people that they got to work with in the future. But I also didn't say, "Oh, I'm going to miss this so much, I'll just can, I'll just stay." Nope. Actually, I I ha- I have other people to go and serve and and to um, you know, to help do the same thing. So Thank you for celebrating with me. Uh my very last PQA. I'm I'm very excited about that. Um uh just excited for the next step of my journey. Uh and so with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. All right, bye-bye.